This is Unexpected with Hannah Love. In this podcast, you will gain a new perspective of how God loves you enough to call you to things that you couldn't have imagined for yourself. Hello, everyone. Today's episode is going to be a little different in that I feel like it's going to be more of a teaching episode than it is a story. But that's okay, because we're all just learning this stuff together. You know, over the last few years, I have been deep diving and trying to get a better understanding of what my authority is as a child of God. And I feel like that's something that's not often preached about. It may be mentioned or talked about that we have that authority. And in fact, last week's episode, I talk about confronting the enemy, which is vital. I think that that is something critical that we need to remember that we can do and that we have the authority to do it. However, I got to thinking, how do you do that if you don't fully have an understanding of what authority is and and why we have it legally in the Bible? So today, I wanted to take you through a resource that I have found lately that is really short, pretty clear and to the point, and most importantly, it is backed up by Scripture. Just about everything, actually everything in this book, it's called The Believer's Authority. It is an older book. It was written by Kenneth E. Hagen, and it is all scripturally backed up. So I might not read every scripture and go through all of that today. I will make references, and I am going to be reading portions out of this book because even in the week that I've had it, I have had more takeaways than I have in the last three years of really trying to understand what authority I have in God's kingdom and why I have that authority and how to wield it. I think it's important that we understand that as children of God. And when we do have an understanding, then we are more equipped to use it. And that is my job. That is my hope for you today, that you will listen and that you will feel better equipped to confront the enemy and to take hold of your authority and understand just exactly what that is. So today, I wanted to answer these questions. What is authority? Authority is power delegated. So in this book, he tells an interesting kind of metaphor, and I love it because it's visual and I'm a visual person. He talks about a police officer who is directing traffic. And the police officer has a whistle and he throws his hand up to say to the traffic to stop. In his own power, that police officer cannot stop a car with his hand in his own strength, right? Like, he's not Superman. He's not going to stop that car. However, because of the authority that he has, the office that he holds, the department that's behind him, his backing, he has the authority to stop the car and the car will stop. And I love that because that is how we represent the authority of God down here on earth. Not in our own strength do we have the authority, but because of our backer, because of God, we have authority to do things bigger than us and beyond us and beyond our strength. Okay, so that is what authority is. It is power delegated. God delegated authority to us. 
Now, why? Why do we have authority? It is our legal right. Now, why is it our legal right? Well, because when Christ ascended, he transferred his authority to the church. He is the head of the church, and believers make up the body. Christ's authority has to be perpetuated through his body, which is us here on earth. All throughout Ephesians, you will see Paul using the human body as an illustration of the body of Christ. And the Bible tells us that Christ is seated at the right hand of the Father, which is the place of authority. And it says that we are seated with Him. Ephesians 1, 18-23. And I wanted to read you this just so you guys have a solid reference to what I'm talking about here. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of His calling and what the riches of the glory of His inheritance in the saints. And what is the exceeding greatness of His power to us toward who believe, according to the working of His mighty power, which He wrought in Christ when He raised Him from the dead, and He set Him at the right hand in the heavenly places, far above all principalities, and power, and might, and dominion, and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come and hath put all things under his feet, and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So there you have it. We are the body. Christ is the head. Jesus ascended into heaven. And when he ascended into heaven, he handed over, he delegated that authority to us. And we are co-heirs with him as one. He's the head, and we're the body, and we all function together. Okay, so what is the source of our authority? And again, I'm going to quote Kenneth E. Hagin in his book. The source of our authority is found in this resurrection and exalting of Christ by God. You will never understand the authority of the believer only with intellect. You must get a spiritual revelation of it. You must believe it by faith. Ephesians 2, 4 through 6 says, But God, who is rich in mercy for his great love, wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in sins, he quickened us together with Christ and has raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. This is the point, guys. This, this is where our authority is bestowed to us. Notice that the head, Christ, and the body, the church, We were raised together. Furthermore, this authority was conferred not only upon the head, but also upon the body, because the head and the body are one. Your head cannot exercise any authority anywhere except through the body. Hi, guys. So the other day I was scrolling, and I saw this reel of a dad who gave his daughter the most amazing gift for her 16th birthday. For an entire year, he had gone through and read the Bible and made notes for everything that he read. He read the whole thing through and made her notes and then gifted it to her so that she would have his notes in his handwriting, his references, and his takeaways from the Bible. And I just thought this was a beautiful gift and could pass along through generations. And it made me think of the Bible journal, the word, because the journal, the word Bibles 
literally have margins left in them for you to make your notes, to have artwork, to have your own personal references. So I thought this was such a great idea. I wanted to pass it along. And if you are interested in a Bible that has places for your own words, even if it's not a gift, even if it's just for you, Journal the Word is an incredible source. They have the NIV translation, which is so easily understood. And they also have editions for women, for men, for girls, for teens. They even have a pocket-sized Bible. And they have different artwork on different Bibles, so you can choose something for your own personal style and taste. And if this is something that interests you, definitely check out your local Christian bookstore or journaltheword.com. And now, back to our show. Finally, how do we exercise our authority? In the name of Jesus. Remember, it is by His blood that we have authority through Him. Did you know that in Acts 3, verse 6, when Peter is talking to the lame man, he doesn't just pray for him. He demanded that he be healed. He said, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazarene, get up and walk. Guys, that is powerful. This next line that I'm going to say is maybe my favorite in the whole book. You're not demanding of God when you demand your rights. You're demanding of the devil. Oh, and I love that so much. And here's the final note and the reason that I'm sharing today. If the church ever gets the revelation that we are the body of Christ, we will rise up and do the works of Christ. When we realize that the same authority that belongs to Him also belongs to us as individual members of His body, our lives will be revolutionized. So you see, guys, this whole thing blew me away. I feel like in the beginning, I had a sense of understanding in sharing this authority, but when you put it in layman's terms, Jesus, He did His job. He came. He lived life as a man. He died for our sins, and He ascended to the right hand of the Father in heaven. He won't be coming back until God's timing to return and make the enemy His footstool. Hebrew 1.13 says, And God never said to any of the angels, Sit in the place of honor at my right hand until I humble your enemies, making them a footstool under your feet. No, He said that to Jesus, and He said that we would be seated with Him. Guys, this is your authority. I hope that by listening today that you have a better understanding of what authority is why we have authority, and what the source of our authority is. And finally, I pray that you'll know how you exercise it through Jesus in His name. You have that power, and you have the authority over your home, over the people that you love, over your household, over all that is yours that God has trusted you to steward over. In this book, The Believer's Authority, that I have covered today, and I haven't even finished reading it, okay, but I have covered some of the highlights, and most importantly, I have covered the verses that back these highlights and these principles and these promises that God has for us. Your life will change if you start operating in the authority that you have. Remember, if you have resources available, 
at your disposal and you just never use them because you don't know they're there, it's not going to do you any good. You have all that you need because God has done everything for us. He won the battle. He sent His Son. The victory is ours. And now it is our job to step up and do our part in taking partnership with Jesus and taking authority over the enemy in any and every area of our life. Guys, I hope that this has blessed you. I hope that I know it wasn't fun and full of butterflies and full of stories, but I hope that the meat of it was something that your spirit has longed for, that this is something that's going to take you deeper into a relationship with Jesus. And when you pray about it and when you get into the Word, I also ask that God reveals more of Himself and of these truths to you. I love you guys, and if this is something that has opened your eyes, I ask that you pass it along and share it with anyone that you know and love, because it is powerful stuff. I love y'all, and I hope you have a great week. Thank you so much for listening today. If this episode has encouraged you, please feel free to share the show with your family and friends. There's a lot of stuff going on in the world today, and my hope is that this show is a candle in the dark.